0: All right, is it recording? Welcome to Left and Leftist, the podcast that takes a no-holds-barred, skeptical look at politics. When the right is wrong and you need somewhere to turn, head on over to Left and Leftist. This is episode 14, and I am your host, Coulter. And as always, I'm joined by my two co-hosts. And this day or evening, we are drinking Manhattans tonight. I want to just give everybody a cheers on the show. Nozostrovia! Nostrovia! Yeah, no get uh, time. Ah. Da, comrade, da. Uh, da comrade. Da. And, you know, the guy who gave us the idea to drink Manhattans tonight is the guy on the left, and his name is Caleb.
1: Look, if drinking Manhattans in the morning makes me right, then I don't want to be left, okay? (laughs) Traitor!
0: (laughs) And uh, we always have a guy with a really sharp pitchfork, and that pitchfork is out to get everybody on the right. We have our resident leftist, Sheldon.
2: Yes, I am the leftist. Join us in our rabble-rousing. If you don't, I'll run you down in my electric car. With the Colin Kaepernick windshield shade and the Ready for Bernie bumper sticker, then I'll get out and stab you with my pitchfork until you comply. In Russia, pitchfork stab you too. So, <laughs> compla, <laughs>
1: Com- <laughs> <laughs> compla, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Sorry, uh, kapla k- k- is uh, what um, the what Worf says on Star Trek. <laughs> oh not my I'm god. Let us not.
2: <laughs> let us not. Or let us do. Let us do. Let us be let us turn the podcast into a Star Trek nerd podcast.
0: Our audience will grow. <laughs> and, and,
2: you know, there's quite, a, there's quite a lot of Trekkies on the left.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah but I'm going to say that there are more geek podcasts than there are politics podcasts, and there's a lot of... Oh,
2: this, this is thing upon which I dispute. I get Russian intelligence to do number. <laughs> Next week is number segment. We'll find out.
0: <laughs> we'll find out. But first, we're going to get into the news and politics this week, but we have to always stop and listen to this week's Leftist Screed.
2: Yeah, this is something uh, which you really want to stop and listen to. I'm going to get this out of the way. The president of the United States is an orangutan. He's an eclipse looking at, gentle incline stumbling down, low-rent Voldemort, and he's a damn Cheeto besides. So there. I build my credentials as a person willing to use the liberal favorite epithets, meaning that I am ever exempt from being labeled a supporter of 45 and now that that is out of the way I would like to fill you in fans of the pod and dear listeners on how I feel about the political and cultural phenomenon known as Trump derangement syndrome in short it pisses me off that this nation seems uh, bent on being collectively driven to the loony bin over this president and its behavior makes me want to gargle glass. It makes me want to pierce my eardrums with the antenna from a satellite phone and then call specifically for an unmasked Uber driver who will then holler about how the dude was wrong and the eagles are great music while circling my destination until I suffocate to death from the Uber driver's BO. To, To get back to my point, though, by Trump derangement, I mean that our president... Marks an historic departure from the history of that office for good or for ill. Now, the obvious example happens on the right wing, those who think it's a good thing. A bunch of low to middle income wage earners who live in mainly the South and the center of this country, who would be better served agitating for higher wages or, I don't know, fucking health care, make believe that this fancy dandy with the big ties represents them because they, two, feel like being mean. For them, our president's incipient bullying reflects their lizard brain desire to tell the world to fuck off. Forget that the president itself is a lazy bankrupt grifter who nevertheless has countless dollars to spend on gold-plated toilet racks. And towel racks, forgive me. (laughs) Do we now put toilets on racks? Probably he does. Forget that this administration is backed by uh, countless wealthy parasites whose bidding it ceaselessly pursues because he owns the libs. And for that, they will give up any claim to living in a civilized society just to keep that guy in the Oval Office. And frankly, I have more sympathy for that crowd than for the other. Liberals. Liberals who think that this president has wrecked a great country and what's required to set things right is simply to remove it and move on. It is unmitigated bullshit. Trump derangement syndrome among this group has caused people to openly and selectively forget, well, quite a lot. So much, it's an entire podcast unto itself. But in general, the so-called resistance has collectively forgotten that the very institutions which are supposed to protect the public from a Trump are the very institutions which got the Trump into the White House. That the very institutions this administration uses to abuse the public are institutions of liberal democracy. And that official Washington itself is little more than a Lord's Manor wherein we install the nation's elite, which is, by the way, a perfect place for the fancy lad who presently sits in the Oval Office. Now, I... That's generally. Specifically, Trump derangement syndrome has destroyed the minds of some of this country's best news and entertainment outlets and performers. Now, personally, I was a fan of Stephen Colbert. And now, whenever I decide to watch his opening segments on Late Show, I have to say aloud to whomever and to myself as no one is present, it's time for 20 minutes on Trump. Uh, Many people enjoy Rachel Maddow, and I was among them before November of 2016, and now she can't last 40 minutes without making some fact-free and outrageous claims about Russia. But forget all that. Forget all that for just a moment. That's mainly just petty personal gripe. The true outrage is the liberal rehabilitation of George W. Bush, and it is directly linked to Trump derangement syndrome. First of all, if you think that Donald Trump is dumb, why don't you spend 40 seconds remembering how dumb George W. Bush is? Okay, that wasn't quite 40 seconds, but I'm sure you were able to squeeze in quite a lot of the greatest hits. Then you have the invasion and occupation of Iraq, which in addition to the complete bungling of the response to the September 11th attacks in Afghanistan have combined, by some estimates, to have cost this country to no end whatsoever. We have achieved nothing. The material conditions, by the way, of this country have not improved one iota thanks to the occupation of Iraq or the institution of an all-out war against the Taliban, ceasingly never ends. $20 trillion by some estimates. And I personally think that those estimates in the long run are going to be conservative because let us remember the people that we sent to go fight these proud patriotic wars in Iraq and Afghanistan were young people at the time. We have better than 30% diagnosed PTSD. That's on top of the literally tens of thousands of Multiple amputation cases. They were young when they left. And they're going to be in this country growing old. Just like the Vietnam vets. Except there are many more serious medical conditions than there were then. $20 trillion. I personally believe somewhat of a conservative estimate. That's where some people think we are right now. To put that in perspective. The. GDP, the gross domestic product, everything we produce, that includes our fake money that we pretend to inflate, you know, the, the inflation of the stock market, that's $21 trillion. We're nearly there. It has cost this nation nearly one year's entire product. Now that I've dispensed with that, let's get back to, I'm sorry. I've gone on and on. I want to point out how it is that the liberals are hoping to rehabilitate George W. Bush and how much it pisses me off. He went to a, um, to a football match with Ellen DeGeneres. So I'd, I'd just like to stop there for just a moment because to me, that's frank, that's, that's absolutely outrageous. Ellen DeGeneres to me represents somebody who assisted in the progress of network television by being openly gay and proud of it and still being the nice, genial person that she was. Before, before she came out and she, and she forced many in this country to confront that fact that Ellen DeGeneres was always that person, whether she was in the closet or out of the closet. And I've always applauded that. And to see her sort of palling around with George W. Bush, fuck you. And then we had the Democratic National Convention in which literally a Bush, Colin Powell, appeared on stage to address the convention for long. I'm, I'm sorry. Most of you didn't know it was on stage. Colin Powell really was on stage. As I said before, I tried to throw a milkshake at him and I missed. But in any event, he he appeared and he addressed he addressed us for longer than Alexandria Alexandrio Ocasio-Cortez had. To, no- to second the nomination of Bernie Sanders for president. It is absolutely outrageous because if you recall, Colin Powell was the guy who set us up to invade Iraq under the pretense of international cooperation because he went to the United Nations and told fucking lies on behalf of a group of wealthy industrialists and specifically Dick fucking Cheney who wanted us to spend those trillions of dollars and waste our treasure on that ridiculous enterprise. So for those people who believe that all we have to do is rid ourselves of Donald Trump because at least things were better back in the age of George W. Bush, I've got news for you. George W. Bush was a far more destructive chief executive than so far has been Donald Trump in the first four years of the W. administration, were. Absolutely, by any material measure, worse than these past four years have been. And people who think all we have to do to make this country great is to go back to before Trump are blue MAGA. If that's all you think we have to do, you're MAGA. You're just wearing a blue hat. And that's the bottom line because the leftists said so. And now, a word from our sponsors Fuck Blue easy. MAGA.
1: Blue MAGA. Yeah.
0: We blue should get Magga. this
1: guy. We should get this guy cocktails
2: before the show more often. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. I hope you. I hope you really enjoyed it. I, no, it was I, good stuff. It was good stuff.
0: I mean, thanks, guys. L- let's be honest. I don't agree with everything you said there, but you made some good points. No, no, no. Well, blue, have, ma-
1: blue Blue Mag is amazing. I love it. Blue Mag. Like blue Mag. You guys
2: aren't Blue Mag. I just wanted to be clear. I'm not. I'm not hoping to start a fight with y'all. I don't think y'all are Blue Mag. Because I fucking we hate George it, W. Bush. We're all good. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. I love George W. Bush. I mean, rare, rarely, rarely is the children learning. He's like got quote after quote I after quote. The guy is a fucking comedic is, genius.
2: Is that where it came? Is, is that where your mind immediately went when I said, give you 15
1: seconds? Yeah, and it was like, rarely is the children <laughs> learning. <laughs>
0: Oh, the
1: key key to a good George Bush impersonation is that little laugh, that little "Eh, eh, eh." (laughs) just just do that and you're good (laughs) because you sound like fucking Cletus, only you're a president, a Bush. Hey,
0: let's jump into this week's news and politics, and we're going to start off this week with a feel good story about the great state of Florida, one of our favorite places in the. I feel
2: so good about Florida. Uh, We all love love Florida.
0: Florida, and the landmark saggy law that was passed in Opaloka City in two thousand seven has finally been repealed. Let's just call it two thousand seven. I like two thousand seven. It's been repealed. Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. So right. ass, ass cracks and underwear are now legal, and you can roam around the city. <laughs> oh, and you know the 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 city council vice mayor Chris Davis, who sponsored the repeal, told the Herald, and I quote, "I felt it." Disproportionately affected a certain segment of our population, which is young African American men. What? Uh, what? No. I know this happened in Florida. We all need to be blown away by this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank God that's over. I mean, a man's ass has to breathe. You can't wear a mask over your ass, your ass could get infected. Okay? <laughs> the same. To quote, pl- to yeah, quote Bill Barr this morning. This is the greatest intrusion on civil liberties in American history since slavery. Oh, you mean the mask wearing? No, no, no. He's, he said that about Corona lockdowns. But I mean, I just... Yeah, oh, I'd yeah, try yeah. To, okay, okay. <laughs> I try, try to join the bombastic club, you know, and see how it feels to spell yeah. the hyperbole.
0: Well, that that's how I feel about saggy pant laws. I mean, to be honest, uh, this is something... We need to find a saggy pant law... And we need to go just like the mask anti protesters and start a protest and say buttholes need to be free. Yeah, free <laughs> so that the
2: butthole doesn't that remind either of you of uh, one of our first shows? We we ran a clip from a woman in uh, at a Florida town council. Yep, in which she, in, in which she said, um, "You know, I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't wear underwear. Stuff's got to breathe."
0: Yes, she made our point for us. She has made our point for us. (laughs) And when you mentioned
2: when you mentioned the anti-mask parade, goddamn, I saw the greatest ad for birth control I ever saw in my life on Twitter yesterday. It was a group in Florida, haha, of teenage anti-maskers, and it wasn't a very good group. There were about ten of them, but they were boisterous, filming themselves invading a Target. Now, forgive me for pointing out that. Ten teenagers, no matter their mega hats or their root behavior, that's not an invasion of anything, let alone a target. But <laughs> but well, the, yes. I thought that's an ad for birth control. That's well, not an anti-mask video. That's that's an ad for birth control.
0: Well, since I am so fired up and I feel that we need to protest, I want to talk into our next story. And I got a clip of it since this was such an amazing protest. You guys ready? Okay. When George Floyd was saying "I can't breathe," and then he died, oh, fuck and now you. we're wearing a mask and we say "I can't breathe," but we're being forced to wear it anyway. <laughs> I'll tell you another reason I hate masks: most child molesters love them. <laughs> child molesters oh like bands. I don't God. know many. I don't know many that are into masks. I know most of them like vans, right? Dude, uh... So that
1: video that me, that video made Jimmy Kimmel and everybody thought that Jimmy Kimmel had hired actors, but these are real people from St. George, Utah. Ah, oh, oh. yes, another Homer. Another Homer story.
2: I love it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> guys, uh, if, if, if somebody kneels on your neck and, like, it's really, like, feeling oppressive, all you gotta say is, I can't breathe. And you say it over and over again until the guy gets off of your neck, okay? Okay? <laughs> <laughs> what my, a fucking, fa- you know? God damn it. Every time I think that the youth will save this country, one of those opens their mouths. Sorry. Yeah, as you were saying, Caleb, I
1: I absolutely love grandma at the end. And I I just can't believe that like the breadth of influence that the QAnon conspiracy theory is getting like child abduction is now why we shouldn't wear a mask. Like what's next? Like sex traffickers are creating climate change. I mean, how far how far does this child abduction ring
2: go? You're kind of close, you know. It's the child abduction ring, which the the financiers of both. See, the financiers of the child abduction ring are financing everything. They're they finance the climate change conspiracies so that they can cover up their child sex trafficking, and it's all basically George Soros and his money.
0: Well, George Soros And, and the Satanist Democrats. Well, yes, but they're they get most of their money from him. I mean he directs
2: people to give money to say the Clinton foundation and the, and then the Clinton foundation then funnels its money out to, you know, abduct young people and have sex on them. I mean, it all makes sense to me. I don't know what's wrong with you guys.
1: Uh, What about uh, the the true leader of (laughs) Antifa? Yeah. The thing that kills me,
0: the thing that kills me about all of this is this all just stinks to high hell of the pizza parlor in Washington, DC that had no basement. And yet the conspiracy theory said there was a sex dungeon in the basement and the guy uh-huh. showed up and shot up the basement. Uh-huh. It's just like that is where all this stemmed and it just kept going. Like That's well, yeah. how insane this is.
2: The, one of the For me, this is what drives me most mad, is there was indeed a ring of pedophiliacs involved in high places. There, it, it was indeed happening. And at that time, most people didn't know about Jeffrey Epstein most people didn't know
0: well now but re- but now they're trying to connect Epstein to everybody right i i literally yesterday went and saw a post on my facebook where somebody was like you know have you seen that the pedophilia has gone down since Je- epstein's girlfriend went to jail and it's like do you think that while she was in hiding she was still molesting children and abducting children all over the country like what what the f- fuck do you guys think is actually i did really going i did on?
1: read a news story saying um that that people were linking it to the border wall like we have to create a bigger border wall <laughs> so that, um, sex yeah, traffickers. So, yeah. To
2: slow down sex. W- tra- yeah.
1: Yeah. They were like, Oh, now they're going to have to at least throw the children over that wall.
2: You know, like <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> they bounce. It's cool. Hey, what i yeah. what I was trying to, what I was trying to say though, was it was infuriating to me when it, the incident in which the guy drove up from North Carolina to shoot up, uh, a cosmic ping pong. Yeah. There, you know what? Hold on a second. Yeah. Everyone's wrong on this because there is there is, in fact, an elitist ring of pedophiles and sex traffickers. And the guy is free. He's you know, and he's wealthy and he's doing it right now. You know, to connect the two, I do you know, that isn't what I did. What infuriated me is that the two were actually unconnected except perhaps in political philosophy in that you have to bring down Bill Clinton and Bill Clinton happened to be one of those scumbags who flew around with Jeffrey Epstein. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, figure this. And, and of course the present occupant of the Oval Office dancing and partying with them. And, you know,
1: yes, also, also, also an Epstein. Yeah. Epstein hanger on.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, like the two of the, two of the most powerful men in this country, uh for our entire lives, really,
0: right? That's two of the last four presidents.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, two, yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, and who's to say that, that HW wasn't a part of it, but because he well, was Don't like- you
1: talk on HW. You already shit on him enough this episode.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> HW. 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 <laughs> okay, I shit on his boy enough this episode. That's true.
1: Look, let's let let's move on. Uh Trump made his way to California this week. Uh, to meet with leaders about their devastating wildfire season, probably the worst in you know ever. The meeting went viral after this little clapback from Wade Crowfoot, the secretary of California's Natural Resources Agency.
0: So I think one area of mutual agreement and priority is vegetation management, but I think we want to work with you to really recognize the changing climate and what it means to our forests and actually work together with that science. That science is going to be key, because if we if we ignore that science and sort of put our head in the
2: sand and think it's all about vegetation management, we're not going to succeed together protecting Californians. Okay.
1: It'll start getting cooler.
2: I Good! Wish, you just watch.
0: I wish science agreed with you.
1: Hey, <laughs> oh, well, I don't think science knows, actually. Ah, yes. I don't think science knows. What does science know? Fucking nothing. We've done nothing with science in the last, I don't know, 150
0: years. Well, which is exactly why you're now in a position where we have the scientific American actually backing Joe Biden, and they've never backed any presidential candidate in their 125 years. So, which, which to be honest... I'm going to say something here, which is probably going to infuriate people. But the idea is that it really means nothing because anybody who reads the Scientific American is probably not voting for Donald Trump. But, you know.
2: Correct. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Let's face it. I'm going to try and tone it down just a little bit. But uh, first, I would like to crack wise and say that even a lava lamp is more scientifically impressive than the administration of Donald Trump so oh that wasn't yeah. very funny that landed no, flat no. um so- <laughs> oh, the old lava lamp comparison yeah. i get all it. Right. bubbles even a lava lamp is more impressive but uh yeah i am to- in toning it down just a little bit i immediately think of all right so um barack obama was elected president in <laughs> the year 2008 and was given the nobel peace prize what uh Two weeks after he assumed office? I mean, and then he... For he, no reason. Then he, he, was given, yeah. he
0: was given that for no reason. Right. Oh, come on, come on. Right. He was black. Which I, I mean, will
2: don't
1: don't say, was, don't say there was no reason.
0: It was too that, no that was That was That's the reason the Nobel they gave it to him. Peace they, gave, Prize. they gave him the Nobel Peace Prize because he wasn't George Bush.
2: Let's examine that. Let's examine that for just a brief moment, if we may, then. If we may. I don't want to get off of how stupid Donald Trump is, but just for a moment... We, was, we get off
1: a little bit on how stupid the Nobel was, Peace Prize it, is in general.
2: <laughs> okay, let's leave it there. Let's. I. I. I really don't. I don't. I really don't think we should talk about it because this. This segment and everyone's talking about it. To me, this segment illustrates the degree to which, and I'm sorry, the degree to which technocratic, open-minded people. Yet technocratic—that's to me—that's the important modifier. Still think they can convince this person and this movement to listen, and and they're wrong, and all and all the president does is laugh at them. So get out of the room. Get out of the room. Get your pitchfork, asshole. If you're going into that room, bring your pitchfork with you and threaten the guy, like it's over. That 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 part of it is over. We're not going to be able to talk sense to them. So stop trying. Uh, uh, like they love it. The swine love it when they laugh when he laughs at the technocrats and the liberals. They love it. They eat it up.
0: So he'll keep doing it. He will totally keep doing it.
2: Yeah, he will keep doing it.
1: I I, I got a little bit of numbers I want to back that story up with. Um right. just just kind of illustrating. This season in California.
2: Okay, let's go down into the doldrums. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> shut, shut, shut up. Shut up, okay.
1: I will. I will. The largest will. wildfire burning in California is more than double the size of the previous record holder, and it is only 28% contained. 21 out of the last 25 biggest files, fires in California history have taken place since the year 2000. And uh, what is that? Three of the top. Three of the top four biggest wildfires ever in California are this year. California is burning down, and Trump's making fucking jokes with the guy.
2: Yeah, indeed. It, I mean, it's, you know, it's, so don't go it'll in get there to try it'll to get talk sense to him. You know? it'll, it'll get cooler. It will. It'll get cooler. It'll, it'll just when get you cooler. Say, You'll when see. You said, when you said the previous record, you're talking like the campfire was a previous record, wasn't it? Which you was know, which, only like a year it ago. It was just last year. It was two years ago. It was long ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that right, Caleb?
1: Um, the The one I show shows it as the Mendocino Complex, um, meaning it was a, they're putting a, a couple of fires together there, and I'm sure oh, the campfire was one of what them. What year? Sure.
2: What year was that?
1: Uh, it says it says 2001 to 2019.
2: A no, fire the fire col- just burned for 18 Bur- years. No no, 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 no. Oh, everything <laughs> from that,
1: everything from every, everything that, that is colored yellow is from 2001 to 2019. And then it's got the, the four fires from this year that are, anyway, it doesn't tell me exactly. And, and the, when I say Mendocino Complex, like I said, it's, it's probably a couple of fires put together, but I'm sure the campfire is one of them.
2: Forgive us, dear listeners, as we learn and discover from one another. We
0: do. That's what we do. Well, uh, you know what? I've I've got a story we need to talk about. Would okay, like to, so we I'm excited. Talk, well, we need to talk about Michael Caputo. Do so we need Michael to? Cap, oh yeah. So Michael Caputo. Okay. We absolutely have to. We totally I, I have am. to. Michael so
1: Caputo my, is now a friend of the show. Welcome total to friend it, of the show. Welcome, welcome,
0: welcome to the show. We have so uh,
2: we have more friends than we have listeners.
1: Holy oh, we totally
0: okay. Kind of do. So <laughs> so the thing is, is Michael Caputo is the assistant secretary of the Health and Human Services, uh, for public affairs specifically. Uh, mm-hmm. He's actually worked for not just the Trump administration, he's also worked for the Reagan administration, and he worked with our buddy Ollie North. So he's, he's mm-hmm. got some good credentials with some nice criminals. But oh, yeah. the idea is that uh, this week, he had quite the meltdown, and so let's just listen to
3: it. They can, These people cannot cannot allow America to get better, nor can they allow America to hear good news. It must be all bad news from now until the election. Frankly, ladies and gentlemen, that's sedition. They are sacrificing lives in order to defeat Donald Trump. The partisan Democrats, the conjugal media, and the scientists, the deep state scientists, want America (laughs) sick through November. They cannot afford for us to have any good news before November because they're already losing. Donald Trump right now, if the election were held today, would win. I'm not going anywhere. I'm <laughs> yeah, not, not going, anywhere. going anywhere. If the president asks me to leave, I will leave. I really want to leave. Somebody you who know me know my health is failing. My mental health is definitely failing.
2: I hope he's got definitely. cold shadows
3: on the ceiling in my apartment. They are alone. Those shadows are so long. You hear that guy went by?
2: (laughs) Oh, that
3: guy just went by me and called me, Be ashamed of yourself, you pig. They're coming, (laughs) be ready. ready. Wait, wait, listen to the Grateful Dead. Yes,
0: (laughs) listen to the Grateful Dead. Oh,
1: man, look, I love two things about that. First, somebody drives by in the middle of his mental breakdown on Facebook and yells out, you should be ashamed, you fucking pig. <laughs> and then second, he's like, listen to the Grateful Dead. Did
2: you hear that? Did you hear that? He's he, like, stops. I'm like, did you all hear that? You should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, I love that.
1: uh, Dude, the quotes quotes from that rant go on and on and on. Like, buy bullets, we're going to run out of bullets, they're coming after me, blah, blah, blah. I mean, they go on and on and on.
0: They do, and it's become quite... I would say it's become quite the public relations nightmare, but it really hasn't. This is pretty much par for the course for this administration who basically loves hyperbole and conspiracy theory it's just this is uh, yeah yeah this is what we are that's what it's, this
2: administration is all about the guy in charge is ostensibly of PR for DHS for for DHHS he is uh creating a public relations nightmare right and he's oh, well and,
1: and it, he not only that he what, he procured 250 million dollars. To create a public relations nightmare. He secured $250 million so that he could basically put out a public relations um, content that went directly against the CDC. That was his whole job.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What stuck out to me, um, and of course this is the leftist being over analytic and everything, but what stuck out to me is this whole no good news bullshit again rumsfeld cheney and bush himself constantly whined and moaned and complained about how there was no good co- good news coming out of iraq all right
0: and, it, and, and the
1: answer seems like the, such a fun place
2: the
0: answer is exactly the same i have a question for you when in human history has there ever been just good news well, just no good news is there is is what they're whining about, right? I get it, but there's like when no you, uh, good news. But, but the idea is that I've been alive point. now it's for 43. Point, I've been alive for 43 years, and for all 43 years that I've been alive, when you watch the news, the good news is the little piece at the end where they show the dog that is yeah, like, human oh, interest,
2: hey. human human interest bullshit, right? Yeah, uh, it, it, where we grew up, it was Wednesday's Child. Someone was adopted. Exactly, it was very nice, you know. Um, exactly. But like, what I'm trying to big, say, big shout out I'm for tra-
1: the
0: Wednesdays child. I like. The- I hope Wednesday's all those Wednesday child.
2: children are still guys, guys, going on.
0: Once again, oh, pulling out the trial. Utah guys, pulling out the Utah deep cuts yet again. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so what I was trying to get at, though, it echoes. It echoes precisely in precisely the same way. And they, what they're, they're just whining because no one has anything good to say about them, which is what the president does all the time, right? And people mock and shame him for it. I got to be honest, but if you did damn, something that was- that's the
0: script. But if you did something that was good and helped people, hey, maybe they would have some good things to say about you. That's just kind of how it works, right? Right. Right. Perhaps. But they expect- I've
1: been, I've been thinking about this. Like, the, if Trump could do one thing, and- and, 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 you know, he wants to get, like, a, a a vaccine for coronavirus. That would do it. Like, we're fucked if he gets a vaccine. But I always, I was thinking about what he could actually do, like, just via executive order. That motherfucker could legalize weed, and he would be voted in in an instant. Be, it would be done. He, w- he, he would steal enough votes to win.
2: Uh, he kind of could. Uh, he kind of could. It's a directive. I mean... The way you put it it's not an executive order it's a directive to will to William Barr not to prosecute anybody because oh, which, yeah, is, yeah. Exactly. One is, which still, is what
0: Obama did essentially
2: yeah essentially yeah he didn't he didn't make a big deal out of it because he had to appeal appease the right wing I don't know why it's for the for the one millionth time in my life I don't know why Barack Obama had to appease the right wing but he didn't make a big deal out of it you're right Coulter. We're,
0: right, we're also in a position right now where I'm sorry, legalizing marijuana right now is a bipartisan issue. More people in this entire country believe that it should be legal. What are you really. sorry about? What I'm not saying sorry I'm sorry. <laughs> Just saying oh, okay. it, it's a bi- it's a bipartisan issue at this yeah, point. Right. Basically, we're at a point. I think in this- I think
1: Coulter's secretly pissed off that Republicans smoke pot too.
2: No, I'm not.
0: I'm actually... <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll tell you a secret. I'll tell you a secret. Let me tell you a What he's really pissed off I'm about I'm is that tell you John se-
2: Boehner is 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 a weed... He's, like, he's a weed baron. John Boehner Listen, has, like, man, millions Pop of dollars. In-
1: Pot no, was our drug, man. You it guys it were was. hippies, but man. But
0: here's one thing I want to tell you. Here's when weed became a non-issue of the left, right? The second that Grandmas started driving over state to get cream to help their joints that had THC in it. The second that people who were elderly started smoking weed for their glaucoma. The idea is that there is an entire, and this is maybe a Colorado phenomenon, but there is an entire piece of our population here in Colorado that is elderly and uses marijuana in a therapeutic manner. And, you know, to me, it's like, at that point, that's when the, uh, they the, were already doing that. Look, man, I mean, you know, you're right. my you, no, buzz. No, no, were, being legal actually changed. being legal
2: makes a difference. I, you're, it makes I, a difference. I agree with you. I agree with you. But all the way back to 1992, you remember the film Friday, the Ice Cube film? Oh yeah, film? oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bernie Mac shows up. It's like uh, drugs are evil. But let me have some for my cataract. <laughs> <laughs> give me, some of, that, some, give me cataract. some of that.
0: cataract.
1: That's one of my favorites. All
2: right.
1: Rest in peace. Is he? Is he
0: the one that died?
2: Yeah, Bernie Mac's been gone yeah, for a while.
1: Rest in peace for a oh, long while, peace,
0: Well, just rest in you, peace, Bernie Mac. I do he want was a to get Bernie. I do want to get back to Michael Caputo for one second and a good and Mac. I just, I just want to say that. The only good thing that came out of his meltdown is that he is going to take a 60 day leave of absence because he needs to focus on his family. That's his not health.
2: good. No, <laughs> no. Fuck you! That's horrible. We need him.
1: We
0: need oh, no, him no, guys, way. guys, guys. Obviously, <laughs> we need him on our team. Uh, no, dude. obviously, he needs to take care of his family and health. I mean, come Did on. Did you
1: hear him talk about shadows on the ceilings and things? I know. Oh that my god, that guy needs
2: some sleep, man. He's on. He's shadows. on the mescaline and the weed, and it's 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 getting to him. It's he's getting the fear. Shadows as... on the
0: ceilings. They're coming for me. Yeah, He's getting yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. They're coming for me. That Listen guy needs bet. some
1: sleep and some rest. Anyway, sleep well. We'll see you in sixty days. The next time you say your stupid fucking shit, Caputo.
0: I have one point, and this is going to be a completely dumb point. But what is up with right wing po- politicians really liking good music? Like, for example, you have Paul Ryan who liked uh, Rage Against the Machine, and you, and when you think about that, is like you realize Paul Ryan that Rage Against the Machine was against you. Right. Yes, you are the uh-huh. machine. <laughs> sure. There, there's been there. Uh,
2: I follow Tom Morello uh, on on the Twitter, and Tom Morello's active on the Twitter, and he gets a shitload of that, and he retweets it all the time. Some right wing jackass going, "Hey man, just stick to music." That is my music. Yeah. It's almost like what they do don't th- even listen do to his music, music, right? What do music
1: fucking says, man?
2: Yeah, listen, it's like. It, th- tom morello plays guitar the way that he plays guitar to it, it's it is a physical act of rebellion when you listen to the way he plays and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just it's yeah, I, anyway imagine
1: some right-wing dipshit walking out to like the sex pistols You're like come on man do you know what punk rock is
2: Jesus, <laughs> hey that, it's it's funny you brought that up because that's what killed punk rock is that the right wing start you well, okay no, Erase that's a race. Right. That's Some right. other time. Some other time we'll
0: get <laughs> in. It. the deep
1: annals of the beginning of the Antifa, punk rock <laughs> goes to the right wing. Next time on the left and leftist.
0: <laughs> Stop talking about the Antifa. We, we, we,
2: we can't <laughs> discuss po- punk rock's evolution and devolution because it is actually part of the handbook.
1: Yes, that's true. We it's can't part do of it. the canon. We can't do it's it part right of Antifa here. canon. And
0: I brought it Let's up. Let's move on. Sorry. What's, what's okay. the first segment, Coltrane? Oh, you know what our first segment We're on to our first segment, which is Zimmerman's Playhouse.
1: <laughs> whiz
2: bang, whiz bang. Woo hoo! Woo hoo hoo! All right. Uh, so, this week, um, pardon me, my throat's a little bit dry. Uh, drink Pascoe's. some whiskey whiskey helps okay okay uh someone pick this up for me for just a second while i have some whiskey
1: i, I got it i got it um where's pasco tampa county bay, the out. tampa bay times is just outside of tampa bay oh More florida. Florida. More florida. Yeah, More florida 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 making the show twice today pasco sheriff created a futuristic program the city of pasco created a quote-unquote futuristic end quote program to stop crime before it happens I've never her. heard this story before. Yeah, no, no. Thank you Philip K Dick. In a cutting, quote, cutting-intel cutting-edge intelligence program that could stop crime before it happened. Um he let's let's see. It it sends da, 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 da. Okay, okay, okay. So the sheriff's office generates a list of people that it considers likely to break the law based on arrest histories, unspecified intelligence and arbitrary decisions made by police analysts. And then he just sends deputies out to like, look for them, create bullshit arrests, um, and ticket them until they can find out like what they've done. So one, one of the guys that they, they have been tracking is Rio work, who's 15 years old, he became a target in September, 2019 almost a year after he was arrested for sneaking into carports with a friend and stealing motorized bicycles. So those are the only charges against Rio. And he's 15, and he has broken the law once. He stole a bike. And the police showed up between September 2019 and January 2020 21 fucking times to his house. Because he was on the premeditated He was on the pre-crimes
0: registry. Yes. yes. Fantastic. This entire story just brought something to my mind. So I, I sent you guys a link, and I, I want you to click on it. And the reason is, is I want you guys to look at broken windows theory. Do mm-hmm. you guys know what broken windows is?
2: Oh, no. Wait, I you? have no idea. I didn't. I have like I didn't
1: where'd you ever. Put, where'd you put, I didn't. Where'd you
0: put? I didn't you ever put rant link? about this like specifically
2: on one of our episodes, but
0: yes. Yeah, so okay, let's go. Bro- so broken oh, windows Sheldon's theory. Not pissed at all. Oh he- no, he- I- I'm a little. Pi- I'm a little pissed. He loves the bro. <laughs> he loves some broken windows. The reason I, I sent this over is I just recently listened to a very, very in depth podcast that actually dove into the broken windows theory. And it's something that you should really read. And it this screams of broken windows policy, right? The idea of just kind of basically and and, and I just pulled this up on Wikipedia, so it, it's not the the best overview, but the idea is the broken windows. Shut up, theory, I love Wikipedia. It is good. But it's criminology theory that states that visible signs of crime and antisocial behavior and civil disorder are created in an urban environment and encourages further crime and disorder, including serious crimes. The theory mm-hmm. suggests that policing methods that target minor crimes such as vandalism, loitering, public uh, drinking, jaywalking, and fare evasion can help create an atmosphere of order and lawfulness that thereby prevents crimes from even happening and so when i heard this the first thing that came in my mind is is like this is like broken windows on steroids the idea of broken windows policing is basically like hey let's take things like vandalism and loitering and get people into the system and make it hard for them to get out and therefore it's going to make crime go down and this was the strategy for policing from the 80s and the 70s all the way into the modern times when it comes to the approach to policing i mean stop and frisk is specifically a great example of broken windows theory and it's just something that on
1: on crack that's that's broken windows theories on steroids
0: yeah but they actually call broken windows theory stop and frisk is a, a specific point out in the article on wikipedia talking about how that is actually part of the the theory and what it ended up becoming and so the idea is that but but the i i actually did listen to a podcast this week that went deep into it and they talked about the the the, the big guys who were pushing this broken windows theory had a, a ton of, you know, misogynistic racism built into mm-hmm. it. And so, therefore, it ended up becoming this, like, you know, uh, theory of how police did it. And they were like, oh, yeah, but you know what? This works because we're not racist. But in the end, what did it end up becoming? It became a very race driven policing method. And Indeed. so. And thank it's thank just a lot that that's wrong. Yeah.
2: Thank you for that digression because one of the things that happened as a result of this uh, Pasco County Sheriff pretending that he was named, uh, what, Philip County Sheriff Dick, whatever. One of the things that happened is that the grandmother of 14-year-old Damarian Allen was arrested. She was escorted out of her house and arrested because police thought that the Marion Allen was involved in car theft. And we've seen this over and over again. I am not going to get into specific, into too many specifics because then we'll go down the rabbit hole and you hear my mouse go click, 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 click. I said I want a bigger dick. Click, 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 click. It, 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 You'll you'll you hear all that shit. I'm not going to get into. <laughs> we're not going to hard down edit. That. Hard edit. Yeah, there. hard edit. <laughs> <laughs> I said I do want a bigger want a bigger dick. Click here. Click 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 click. I said I want uh, a bigger. Totally, dick. We're keeping this in. That's totally what, keep that's it for us. In. No way. No way. No way. No way. No way. No way. Hard, read, hard edit. Hard edit. 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 all this. Okay, so I'm going back. the uh, The reason why they arrested uh, Demario Allen's grandmother is because they thought that this 14 year old was involved in a car theft. The harassment that she incurred because DeMario lived with her escalated into her arrest. They escorted her out of her house. Michelle Dodson is her name. They escorted her out of her house and arrested her. Handcuffed into the... Into, into the just because they had reason to believe that DeMar- DeMarion Allen, a 14-year-old boy... Their pre-crime registry pointed them to his being involved in a car theft.
1: So this is that was this all. is just a this is just a precursor to something that's not even going to come close to the Supreme Court. This is going to get thrown out by probably a justice court, let alone an appellate court. A local that, court. Okay, yeah, good. Like, no, no. Uh, oh, the pre-crime list does not mean probable cause to I, I, stop and fuck with someone until their grandma gets pissed them off. I'm sorry, off but okay, good.
2: How long does it take to adjudicate this shit?
1: I
0: don't the know. Pro, I don't here's know. the problem. Yeah. Is we shouldn't even have to adjudicate this shit. That's the problem. Of course not. Of course and not. That, you know what? Take yeah. these motherfuckers to the house. Hey, his name. his name specifically
1: is Chris Nacco.
0: Take hey, okay. him to the house,
2: Sheldon. Pasco okay. County Sheriff. Pasco County Sheriff Chris Knacko for the crime of, well, being from Florida? I don't know. Oh, no, come on. Come on. We have Sorry. a friend in Florida. We have okay. one friend exactly Chris Nos- in Florida. Pasco County Sheriff Chris Knacko for the crime of creating a pre-crime registry which will inevitably target minorities and make being poor and brown in this country even more difficult than it already was, you, sir, may fuck all the way off to Zimmerman's Playhouse.
1: It's always nice to put someone in Zimmerman's Playhouse.
0: (laughs) Always a good time.
2: But 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 we at left and leftists do not actually advocate that Sheriff Nako or anybody else be inside a tight space and restraint with George Zimmerman because <laughs> that guy's an asshole. Although here we go again. Such like, an this, asshole. This nako this Naco guy, he's like he's like he might be George Zimmerman's son. Have you seen this guy? They probably yeah, live in the, the <laughs> <laughs> you found one. It's good. I had that one coming. Thank he is, what's he next, is not his son.
0: He is not his son. <laughs> he is. Nako is not George you know, Zimmerman's here's son. Here's what's next.
2: For our science lesson for today, what you're
1: seeing and what you're reading,
2: we will continue our discussion, is
1: not what's happening.
2: Of Darwin's theory of the descent of man.
0: Caleb. All right. I this just week's say American. Caleb, I just want to say that's the best sound clip you put together of all of us. That's a it's good my, one. I need to hair. make more.
1: <laughs> Look, uh, this week's dumb American <laughs> is scam evangelist Jim Baker. It's amazing. It's taken you this long to get here, Jim. You're such a douchebag. Big friend of the show. God bless him. Uh, he cl- he claims that he will refuse any government mandate that requires him to wear a mask. In a press release, Baker also claims masks were satanic. And a part of gov- the government plot to suppress Christianity, saying, "Quote: How can you go to church and pray when you're wearing a mask? Do you think God can hear your prayers through a
2: mask?" End quote. Oh no! wait fantastic point. <laughs> that no, I'm Uh-oh. sorry. That's a fantastic point, dude. Can when God we, hear my farts I'll through blue jeans? Facts. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. <laughs> This is okay. a fantastic point. Fantastic. He makes such a good point. Really, such a good point. We all know we were all taught. All of us all of us children who were taught any sort of liturgy were are learned in the fact that God is actually hovering about and listening to us speak. It's that right. that's what we were taught. But can't Absolutely. hear through masks. Oh, but well right, no but I mean he's like hovering right there. Right. I mean, this is the
1: first reason that God hated Halloween, and this is why he hates masks as well.
2: <laughs> well okay, I was, be, I, I was trying my hand at irony for just a moment. It didn't really but, work. We were taught, well, is... We were taught that God doesn't physically exist on our plane. And when we pray, right, when we pray, our connection is not a physical one. God cannot hear us.
0: Well, you know, Except you know, guys yeah, too, just yeah. so you guys so, know, J- well, Jim Baker. But Baker's- these are
1: satanic masks, guys, Sheldon. Have you thought about how the masks are satanic?
0: I'm a so little satanic. bit, a little just so you, bit. And It so makes guys- me even happier that I always wear my mask. Just so you guys know, this is my wheelhouse right here. I love me some Jim Baker. He's so crazy. I love it. Just saying.
1: This was. This is the same guy that that um, told. Was told by the FDA to stop selling his silver solution. Yep. The silver kits.
0: solution because he they were going to cure coronavirus, guys. Silver yeah, solution. It worked was, right. for me. It worked for this me. Guy, I don't know what you guys li- are
1: talking about. This guy literally says that you can take the power of the Lord and shove it up your ass, folks.
2: Alternative facts.
1: But I did. I it know. worked. Come on. I, I mean, I, I, can <laughs> we make it a UV light while we're doing it?
0: You know, I think a UV light would work better than the silver solution.
1: A UV light, like just butt plug shoved with, with uh, silver, yeah, that's gonna cover guys, everything. Guys,
0: guys, really. guys, guys. So yes. I'd like I'd like to let you know that this is our new commercial for our new product. We have a UV light butt plug. It's gonna make it so that bleaching never has to happen again. So if you like anal, buy the left and leftist butt plug. The UV. Caleb butt first plug. in line.
1: Well, I mean, I've got the prototype in now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How's that going? What's the matter with us? Why do we always descend into something like this? Because well, that, I mean, come that... on, we're talking about dumb Americans. He yeah. started it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so true. That is a very good point. But you know Jim what, Baker did. Jim start Baker, it. you're dumb. Let's move on you're to fucking moron. He's a fucking moron.
1: We would have had three or four million lives lost as opposed to we're at about 112, 115,000.
0: 1492.
1: we four million people as opposed to where it is now, which is probably 115. The 1619 Project, where did that come from? Right. Where did, it did that come from? could go beyond that. Two and a half billion dollars we're putting in is a very good chance you're not going to die. You're not going to die. It's going to be fun. First yeah, of all. What is
0: 1619? What? What? First of all. I am not allowed to drink Manhattans during this recording. <laughs> I, think,
1: I think we've had a good time. I think Wait, this what? is the beginning of a beautiful
0: tradition. Uh, maybe, I, maybe we should drink Manhattans every week. I don't know. But I you just say, said, you, you, you said you're not allowed. How dare I, you? I don't know. How maybe, dare you? Maybe we should not drink Manhattans every week.
2: Alternative facts.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he Look loves that Look, the numbers this week...
1: The, number this, the numbers this week um, involve North Carolina. As uh, September 17th, black voters' ballots are being rejected at more than four times the rate of white voters. What? I know, weird. In North Carolina, you say? According to the numbers, the state's numbers, black voters have mailed in 13,747 ballots, ballots, With 642 being rejected, and that's 4.7 percent. White voters have cast 60,954 mail-in ballots, with 681 or 1.1 percent. Yeah, so the voter suppression is already like beginning in mass, and like these are just the this is just the first state that we have
2: reporting on. Hold on, though. Hold on. I I don't know. Holding. I I was I, I was going to I was going to wait for everyone to kind of make jokes or talk about this for a second. But this there isn't
0: a... really this isn't really a joking matter. I got to be honest. Yeah, it it's, it's kind, it's kind not. of fucked
2: up. It's not. But this is I uh, I appreciate you, Caleb, for bringing this to our attention. Uh, it this has is been a... brought to our attention four years ago, because the very same state, North Carolina passed a law on uh, passed a law which was intentionally designed to discriminate against black people and in fact the appellate court ruling in the matter the the, the court signed off 30 that north carolina had drafted a law that would target african americans with almost surgical precision surgical and, precision was explicitly racist i believe those are the words that the court used right right I want to ask you personally, you, um, how is this newsworthy now? Because it's, it's, it's happening. it's happening right again. Now. It's happening again. These are these are actually. You
1: know what? I forgot to mention. These are mail in ballots, right?
2: Um, right. So
1: so the gerrymandering and the stuff. I mean, we can report on that for North Carolina as well. I don't. I don't really know what happened because of that court decision. Did they re? Mander the gerrymandering? I don't know how to say that. <laughs> yeah, they... <laughs> I know. Right, right. <laughs> Did they fix the gerrymandering because of that court hold on, decision? Hold on, I don't think, I, I wanna, I don't I think wanna, so.
0: But here's something I want to call out here. 127 of these ballots, so that's roughly a little less than 25%, I'd say about 20% of the 681, right? These ballots were marked as spoiled. That is literally uh-huh. the word they use, uh-huh. which can mean literally spoiled or something as simple as a vort- voter informing the election of the office that the address they had requested the ballot is wrong so for example the voter said hey i got the ballot but it had the wrong address and they still at that point call it a spoiled ballot and don't count it
2: i mean but the, 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 it, it, it mean, is we surgically can get into the specifics yeah. we
1: could get into the specifics uh it, it's just that it's just that uh
2: it seems to target African Americans with, with almost six. Black
1: black people black people in North Carolina only have uh what almost sixteen thousand ballots, whereas white people have yeah. sixty thousand, sixty one thousand ballots and they have almost the same amount of rejected
0: the one big difference. The one good news is that North Carolina does allow a process called vote curing, where voters are notified that they had a mistake and they are allowed to fix their ballot. So even if they're rejected early, at least they have a chance to fix it. we buy this one, Caleb?
2: What's that? What do we Do we buy this one? Because I don't buy that one. Right, I, I,
0: I, I'm reading this right now in the New York Times. I know. No, it's, it's, no, it's, no what I'm saying. From,
2: oh, good, New York Times,
0: real solid source.
2: But uh, I'm saying it doesn't work. That doesn't work. You
0: have to, how far in advance do you have to vote in order for your vote to be counted? Well, if they're getting if they're getting mail-in ballots now, that means that yeah. And how many people have in?
2: voted? Nobody. The
1: curing. The curing. Seventy thousand people have voted. The curing no has a grace. The curing has a grace period. So basically, what happens is is if, if your vote gets rejected, they send you back another letter saying this right. is rejected and why and fix it. Right. The and problem is, I believe if you read on Coulter, I believe it says something like uh, less than less than twenty six percent. I think actually cures get, their
0: ballot. Yeah.
1: Actually fixes their ballot.
0: So yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's it's. I'm gonna say this is. Mail in, mail in ballots are not going to be perfect in the way of saying that like there's not going to be mistakes, right? For example, mail in
2: ballots certainly have a higher uh rejection rate than, you know,
1: than a ballots. than a
0: walk in the door ballot where somebody actually sure. checks you in, right? But
2: hey, but hey, I'll take that, I'll take that all the time. It doesn't matter how insane your county clerk is and we have a lot of them where we live. I will take the county clerk and their rejection standards over some asshole with a gun at the door, pretending that they are going to contest my ballot because what? I don't have proper ID, which won't happen to me, because I I'm an old white you guy. You look like yeah, you look like a racist. That won't that, that won't happen to me. Well, he does look like <laughs> but God, this he does look good. like Stephen Miller. He looks yeah, like Stephen Miller. Yeah, that was good. Oh no! <laughs> drop it, drop it! I'm begging for the drop. Come on, please, please. Alternative facts. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. But what I'm saying is like the majority of the majority of the reason why 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 people of color's ballots are, are are contested on the day of the election. And this is not gonna happen this year. And and look, I'm sorry. I will take the county clerk over the freaking pe- the, the people who monitor the polls and they yeah, contest the- ballots. The- in the person, hairs of the in polls? real time, not yeah, not the, gray the, hairs pe- of the polls. not the volunteers. There are people who deem themselves elections monitors, and if the and and they stand there and they watch, this is how effing stressful this can be. They watch volunteers check people's IDs or whatever they submit as proof of their address. As proof they of shouldn't they even are. be there, and they. But they are, and they, they are where, allowed. I, where does this happen? I have never all seen this. over the country from coast. Uh, it happened in my town, and um, wow, yeah, I, I had I had a verbal confrontation with somebody outside the polling place. This was 2016. I what did got, he say? Well, he challenged the ballot of a brown person who had precisely the same, precisely the How same. How do you go about challenging temporary the ID? You say that person shouldn't be allowed to vote, and then the elections official looks, double checks the thing, and goes, Right, you have to cast so a provisional you just ballot. Stand no, there in, no, no, in no, Here's official a... and, no
1: official capacity.
0: And, and to be, but, but even and you that, just
1: say, I challenge that ballot
0: because we should just stand there and do that to every blue hair that walks in the door. Yeah, they have the proper identification. How can you do it? The, so
1: not if I, not you, if I Antifa out of it out of their pocket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, That's what so we have to do. Every that guy who walks in the far. door wearing a Trump shirt and a MAGA hat, dude, be like, hey, that guy doesn't have proper ID. But yeah. then they do. So it, what do you do? It, then? I, I'm kidding. I, like, I don't even... I know. Oh, oh okay.
2: I'm sorry. The, the point yeah, right. we're, we're devolving. We're devolving. Okay, we're I totally... want to, guys, guys. I
1: want to drop one more number. Far-left fascism... That's why (laughs) I want to drop one more number before we end the show. And that is the number 19. At least 19 is the number of women that have accused Trump of sexual assault as of this morning.
0: Oh, You know. I
1: mean, round of applause, people! Yay, Trump! You get that one more, and you get a set of a set of steak knives, right? If you get to twenty, you get a set of steak knives.
0: Oh, there's been with more a than picture. 20. Come on, he's sexually assaulted more than twenty. I know, it, I
1: know, but he needs one more public one to stand up. He really does.
0: Like, God, that guy, he's gross. Well, we what? should leave
2: it at nineteen. We should leave it at nineteen, though, because as those of us who are aficionados of the Stephen King catalog and have thoroughly read The Dark Tower, you're the we only know one. We know. No, I'm not the only one, sir. Geek. I dispute. Geek. I dispute. Stephen King is the is, is the best-selling Area, novelist no, no one, ever. No one fucking no I one dispute. cares about
1: your goddamn Stephen 19 King. 19
2: is the most chaotic number. That's all I had to say. There we go. According Let's to leave Stephen it at King? 19. We're wrapping it up. No, not up. according to Stephen Wrap King. Yeah. Is Wrap it up. it
0: up. We, we are wrapping this way way up. Way off the rails. Yeah, we're way off the rails. We're not a Stephen King. We're wrapping this all up. All hell the Crimson King. All hell the Crimson King. Let's talk about patron. Patreon.com forward slash left and leftist. You can give it any amount and your support is going to help this show come to you week after week. We want to thank all of our current patrons. It's because of you that we have to make this show because you actually pay us. And now I feel like I have to make this show every week. That being said, we also another way to support the show is to head over to, Apple Podcasts or Podchaser.com and write us a review. Your reviews are going to help others find the show. And then the last thing you can do is you can call the Left Nest. Love the Left Nest.
1: Yes, call the Left Nest. You can Leave give us a, us a message. message.
2: Call the Left Nest.
0: Call the Left Nest. I,
1: give I, us yeah. Call the Left Nest. Man, it's the hottest it's number it. that you can call for nighttime fun down the left wing.
0: I always talk about the Left Nest just like this.
2: Hey, Left Nest. All leftists talk to themselves anyway. Why don't you call the left nest and leave us a message?
0: And it's a really easy phone number to remember <laughs> because sorry. it's it's literally 601 left nest. It's, nice. I, I'm, so, I'm so happy about that. And 601 it's 601 left nest. Good stuff. Yep. 601-533-8637. If you leave us a message, your chances are like 99% we're going to play it on the air and we'll <laughs> have some comments. Ninety nine
2: point nine nine percent.
0: Yes, I had I did come up with the idea at the beginning of the show where I did pitch that we might go to some right wing forums, drop the number and pay the and Just play whatever crazy shit comes from the right wing. Could be funny or could that would be disturbing.
1: Yeah. So if you're right wing listening right now, leave us a message.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And and. Death threats are so right wingers. I'm totally okay with death threats. right wingers, so many friends of the show. Totally okay with death threats. Those are, they're only funny.
2: Uh, We forgot
0: uh, (laughs) social media. We forgot social media.
2: Facebook, Instagram. Twitter, Instagram. Left and leftist, all over. I
1: haven't made any content in too long. I'm sorry. I'm going to work on that.
0: Same here. Same here. And, well, that's it for this week. We'll talk to you guys all next week on Left and Left. We'll see you guys
2: next week. Woo! So long, guys.
0: Bye.